Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody, Lord Boys here. My name is, as uh, often enough, Peter O'Donohue. Hi, Piotr. Uh, Piotr. <laughs> and over this, over by here, over we got yonder. Over yonder. <laughs> it sounds like you're from Skyrim when you speak like that. I'm James Miller. <laughs> I got um, in the, like the past three days. I put like eleven hours into Skyrim. There we go. That's yeah, where it's, it's coming from. It's been an average experience. <laughs> A lot of fun, but my standards were much lower in 2011. <laughs> and over, over, over yonder on this end here. Here's the guy who's apparently less important than Peter's experience with Skyrim this weekend because doesn't deserve an introduction for that little anecdote. Didn't spend 11 hours with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Ethan. That's Hi. Ethan. Hey, Edson. Well, Hi. hey, everybody. So anyway, uh, this week we are going to be doing... Um, our second, I guess this is the second time I've played Podcast Necromancer to bring one of our old deleted episodes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be talking about the prehistory, how, however much there is, of the Witcher series. Most of which comes from the books. Most of which, I see what you did there. Uh... <laughs> Spoke English properly. I like the cut of your jib, kid. <laughs> comes from... Uh, either in-game books or the Witcher books themselves, which uh, predate the games by five years. So Witcher 1 takes place five years after the end of the books. Um, And this is an episode that Ethan hosted a long time ago. A year and a half ago. About a year and a half ago at this point. Um, So this is going to be one of those ones where um, we don't have a guest, but as a pseudo-guest, we do have Ethan on as the resident Hi, thanks for having me. Great to Expert. be here. Yeah, it's, all, it's nice of you to come yeah, by to your own yeah, podcast and yeah. show up for once. Fuck <laughs> I, also, I also went to uh, Geralt's homeland, Poland, in the last couple of months. Oh, so true, if you want to ask me any questions about that, I'm yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I drank a potion or two over there. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. How many yeah. How many Polish people does it take to change a light bulb? Um, um, They're not bright. It's probably not. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably a lot. We Three, one of them to climb the ladder, and two of them to hold it. Because oh. they're poles, you get it? Oh. <laughs> we got like you, it. Polish people. We know you're got, listening. Got you, yeah. Polish people. Yeah, as of this week, I know you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking at the numbers. Uh, again, I'm going to front load the thank you, everybody. Our numbers, uh, again, uh, because uh, I guess this sort of thing is kind of exponential where you get like a couple downloads a week and then you tell your friends, thank you, everybody who's been sharing our podcast because yeah. our numbers continue to go up. Um, our past 30 days like our last 30 days download tracker has been green over 100% consistently for the past four or five months. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Um, and now I suppose we will. Well, a big thank you to everybody who stopped by for the extra live stream too. Oh, yeah. Last uh, week we had didn't catch it, we raised over three times our goal. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, and because we got another donation from some mysterious oh, Bob. I know, yeah, I know, they're still I know who it is. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so my dad? 
Daddy? <laughs> Three hundred. I've been waiting for this moment for twenty-seven years. Uh, <laughs> um, we raised ten bucks, exactly the price of cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have change for a twenty. It took <laughs> me so long. Uh, um, we raised, I think, in USD is what it is. Is three hundred and twenty-one dollars. How yeah. many Witchers did we raise? Um, raising one Witcher episode from the dead. So yeah, all right, let's do it. Yeah, raising now. But yeah, anyway, thank you, everybody. And now on with the show. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to hand this off to the real host. Uh, we do the, the theme song. The acapella group is already here. There we go. Because As you may have noticed, while playing the Witcher games, is that there's a few, too many, some would say, monsters hanging around. That being... Things like haunted wood that can control the minds of wolves. Now that you mention it. Yeah. Ghouls. Ghouls. I love that you opened with the Leshen because that's like, I think my favorite monster quest and like my favorite Witcher contract in all the games. What are you talking uh, about? The, the Leshen is my favorite monster in The Witcher 3. And regardless of the little passive buff it gives you, the Leshen trophy is the one that I always have. Yeah. You guys they, they ELA so cool. aberrate because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's a, there's a, so the Witcher... Right, people who don't know, yes. a witcher is a person who hunts monsters. Yeah, a witcher, a witcher is a job. Not, yeah, not a, you know, it's part. more of a lifestyle. It's but... a career. Yeah, eh, no, <laughs> not really a lifestyle. It's very much, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, people are usually young kids are like taken and trained to be these witchers. Who hunt, I will, I will get monsters. into, I will get into the creation of a witcher mm. or how you turn orphan into pitiless killing machine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in the cool. game, you can just pick up uh, contracts, which are basically just like side quests. Uh, and one of them is there's this village who uh, believes there's this uh, spirit in the woods who's angry because the villagers have been like chopping down the forest or something. Like yeah, that. I can't remember. It but exactly. there's sacred trees. For some sure. reason, there's some angry spirit, and you go and you find this angry spirit, and you got to decide what you want to do with it. Do you want to like clear the town, or do you want to, you know, kill uh, it, kill it, or uh, perform? There's like a druidic ritual you can do, but the actual monster itself is like this. It's like made of like tree bark and moss and it sounds like really tall and really gangly and it has like these like wicked antlers coming out of the it's, back of his head it, and it's got like it's it's like tree branches have grown around a deer skull cuz yeah. the the trophy is a deer skull and it's got like gnarled antlers yeah. um oh. it can control the minds of wolves and buff their damage and also explode and fly through you as a cloud of crows yeah Ooh. which is uh some very spooky pagan bullshit yeah. um but yeah the the leshen is is one of the monsters um now, have you noticed any monsters out in the real world? Hmm. How does one end up with monsters? Um, student loans. Mm, okay, that's more of like a metaphorical monster. Yeah, okay, that's more yeah. like a financial institution, really. Yeah, well, it yeah. is pressing the air out of my lungs each and every single day. Yeah, but... there's like okay, a, okay. that's really more the expression monkey on your back, less okay. of an actual physical monkey. So in the real Are world... Are monkeys monsters? Does monkeys monsters. They'd be called monkeys, right? Yeah. Okay. Or um, the Sasquatch. Oh, Bigfoot. Oh. Confirm monkey monster. <laughs> <laughs> the Sasquatch contract. <laughs> I would. I don't think monkeys are monsters, though. Really, monkeys are like they they they, they can be mean, but usually because we're in their area, they do get mon- bitey. They rip your face off. You and, leave monkeys alone. Do monsters eat bananas? Some might. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry about that. It's just because uh, on reading my script, uh, Google Drive opened up Google Chrome, and I'm like, well, that's. Very inconvenient. That's not what I wanted, Google. That's not what I wanted at all. Also, can you unblur the text? Lovely. Where'd all these monsters come from? Um, 
At present, it's just a theory. Uh, the leading theory is that they ended up stranded in the world of The Witcher during an event known as the Conjunction of the Spheres. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. The games take place on the continent. I love that Schoolhouse Rock song, by the way. Conjunction, Conjunction, Junction of the Spheres. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to make that joke. I'm glad, some... <laughs> I'm glad that would... I mean, I'm glad you did. But yeah. 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 Thanks, James. Uh, anyway, the Should Witcher's video game. Should I just say the whole game. script, too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why don't you fucking host? Yeah. <laughs> Big Dick Jamie over here, <laughs> seen clips of Schoolhouse Rock from the 60s. Yeah, Conjunction Junction. What's Peter's function, really? Yeah. <laughs> Cartoon boy. Um, the games take place on the continent, which was originally inhabited by the elder races, dwarves and gnomes. Uh, gnomes were objectively the first, from what we can tell, at least, mm-hmm. as they already had small colonies on Mahakaman or Mahakam. <laughs> yeah. Are uh, they normal or like in population or just yeah, small, small colonies? colonies. <laughs> oh, yeah, little, little colonies. Yeah. <laughs> little teensy tiny colonies. They're so cute. Yeah. Like little yeah. doll houses. Yeah. Population of four million, but yeah. all the houses are little. It's just like, what a small colony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because they already had small colonies in Mahakam or Mahakaman, however you want to say that, uh, at when the dwarves arrived. Mm-hmm. Okay. So gnomes may have been the original inhabitants of this planet. Yeah. Um, it seems likely that they were. Yeah, exactly. From and, what we can tell, but before this point here, there was no written word. So yeah. the dwarves and the gnomes did not write. Word. So, yeah. And the, the, like when the dwarves showed up, right? Because if there's already colonies... When the dwarves showed Correct, up. Correct, yeah. Well, the dwarves, the, the dwarves arrive, and then gnomes be there, mm-hmm. and they're just like, finally, I can open that big and tall store, yeah. <laughs> suit store that I've always dreamt of. The gnomes looking at the dwarves like, look at those giants. Yeah. Uh- Holy moly. <laughs> I always pictured them about the same height, but just dwarfed wider. But I, I don't know. If, if, yeah, no, if, that's that's fair. I, I see that as well. D&D but like canon and World of Warcraft, gnomes are shorter, for sure. Yeah, really? they're way for tighter. Sure, for sure. They're like the size of toddlers, whereas yeah. dwarves are... Like the size of someone who's like yeah. nine or ten. Gnomes years. also have very weak necks, so you really have to support the head if you're ever holding one. Really? Uh, like a toddler? <laughs> oh, like a toddler. <laughs> Sorry. Or uh, a baby. I don't know anything yeah. about D&D other than what you've told me, and I was just yeah. like, sounds right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know much about... Uh, That's why gnomes are always wearing turtlenecks, just for a little extra oh, support. Oh, keep your head up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> It's a formal event, only collared shirts, and they're just like, ooh, maybe ooh. I'll sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll really you, start, really you start. bigots! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's even That's better how... because, like, they would be talking to bigger people, too. Oh, bigots, bigots. bigots. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Master of transitions yeah. and segues, also master of fucking Jokes. puns. <laughs> James, also funny, uh, so you know there. Not bachelor number one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a race of elves, uh, who would be the almighty tallest at this point, yes. uh, eventually arrived after the dwarves had arrived on large white ships. Where they came from is unclear, uh, but they did arrive in giant white ships, making them among more of like a middle-aged race and less of an elder race. Yeah. Um, the race of elves known as the Enshade um, are actually different than the elves that make up the wild hunt in The Witcher 3. Yeah, uh, okay. The hunt elves are the Ain'el and come from a separate planet or universe or something. You say they're the anal? Uh, NL. Yeah, they're the anal. <laughs> yeah. NL, yeah. NLs. Yeah. The ANLs of history. Yeah. Um, Witcher gets all like time travely portally later, so it could be from anywhere. It's more yeah. like dimension hopping, and okay. it is. Which is Me, what... I speculate that uh, Siri did go to Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I think, I think mm-hmm. everyone speculates that yeah, at I mean, this point, Peter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so during the games, at some point, 
uh, like Jamie was saying, you, you are jumping between dimensions. Uh, which is you a, go to another planet with Avalok that is like the desert planet covered yeah. in angry crabs. And Siri mentions at one point that she went to a dimension that has like flying cars. Uh, so we, most people think that that's a reference to uh, oh. CD Projekt yeah. Red's other project, which is Cyberpunk 2077, oh, which looks that. fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, the old calendars refer to this as the Age of Migration, and it took place roughly about 2,000 years before the arrival of the humans. Yeah, okay. Um, you had mentioned this on the way here and in the older episode, but the elves, which are the end shade, were constantly at war in their home world with unicorns. Yes. At all <laughs> times. I don't know if you want to... Wait, know. what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not that much on it. It's just uh, there was like a massive... And constant war between elves and unicorns, canonically, in The Witcher. Yeah. Which is why... That's uh, presumably why they came to the continent, because it is documented that the... Unicorns were winning? The end shades homeworld, uh, or whatever it was, is completely destroyed. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> just whole holes, like, all these horn holes yeah. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like very lit like bright like green meadows like think of like a children's cartoon yeah, yeah. rainbows everywhere just, <laughs> and elves just running yeah, like, yeah. oh my god it caused a lot of droughts because they kept poking holes in the water buckets yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's, it's like you say it's like this beautiful meadow with this rainbow and like a bunch of like elves with war paint like we've got we've made it to the den of the beast yeah. <laughs> elder unicorn lives at the foot of that rainbow next to the, yeah. next to the pot of gold in the gingerbread house <laughs> what a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Someone else just starts puking. Like. <laughs> Gingerbread house. Yeah, yeah it's so nervous. Like, oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like D-Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the like Saving Private Ryan, but they're yeah. all elves. Yeah. And when the camera spins around, instead of like the beaches of Normandy, it's like a charming fairy tale meadow. Yeah. Like, there's still like people like kissing crosses and like yeah. going up from seasickness. Beautiful grazing beasts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Just like prancing on the top of cliffs. like <laughs> Peppermint towers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. No, that, that fits, man. <laughs> yeah, that, it'd yeah. be delicious. Uh, but anyway, as I was saying, the uh, the anals or the a n l are a separate race of elves from another planet or realm or whatever. The space travel hasn't been established yet, so we don't know. But the wild hunt are still elves, but they're space elves, different space though. They have the power of winter. And ride their horses across dimensions. Yes. That's and they're also the... very afraid of winter because the white frost is some sort of other magical thing that they're running from. Yeah. We're not covering the games. That's the, the wild hunts. Yeah. That, that's, that's the Witcher 3. The white frost is, uh, ent- is entropy, basically. Yeah. It's like the universe, go- like dimension after dimension is just going cold and filling up with ice and snow. Yeah. yeah it seems to be able to travel between and yeah. exactly. And who knows what happens with that? Yeah, maybe in Cyberpunk 2077, they were just like, listen, all these crack-smoking robots might be a problem, but also the White Frost is coming. Yeah. Boom, Witcher 4 is Cyberpunk, Loreboy's canon. I'm fucking into just, it, Just, oh, dude. I have a, a raging erection right now. <laughs> can you imagine if your Cyberpunk cop drama turned into a fantasy game? When Hell the, yeah. When dude. the White Frost uh, arrived yeah. in Night City? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be fucking all about that. Sounds better than Cyberpunk at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be fucking cool if in Cyberpunk, like, you met a character in a bar and it was just Siri? Oh, dude, I oh, hope they put her in it. That'd be yeah. so fucking cool. Because we've all been thinking she's been there already. Yeah. Or like, they don't Dumb to... bitch got a pre-release version of the game. Come on, yeah. I want to play. <laughs> they don't have to go that far. They just have to put like a hooded female figure. You can't even see her face. That's just it, say yeah. a couple things. Or like and... two swords on her back. The fan base yeah. will just yeah. take Well, she has up. one sword. Oh, she has one Cat sword. Cat necklace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, 1,500 years before the events of The Witcher book, 
which is the, the the first one, which I think is Blood of Elves or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cataclysm known as the conjunction of the spheres occurs. Uh, this is where two or more universes or spheres of reality collided in some capacity. Um, of course, when I say collided, universes have a lot of empty space. Yeah. Um, Ethan and I were talking about this the other day, actually. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, just, there's a really cool video of the Andromeda Galaxy and the Milky Way Galaxy like knocking together on uh, on YouTube. And okay, just, like, yeah. I was like saying, like, we were talking about how much would it affect like us? Mm-hmm. And I think that it would completely destroy us, but it might not completely destroy us because there's so much empty space. They might just percent. harmlessly pass 99.999% empty space. Yeah. Yeah. Like. So, <laughs> similar similar yeah. thing, which is why the continent was not completely atomized by the gravitational forces of another universe passing through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, that... magic. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan and Peter both started waving their hands around. To that. Dude, you can't just help me like that. <laughs> I do an audio medium for a reason. Yeah. So people can't see my weird acid scars, for one. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, like I was saying, exa- but this is exactly right. Uh, when I say collided, it's mostly that they pass through each other. Uh, it's like straining pasta, and okay. where the water goes through, and some of the noodles are left behind. But in this case, the noodles are vampires. Yes. Um, yeah. Dang, dude. Dang, dude. Yeah, which sucks. But Alfredo vampires or what though? Well, no, what, <laughs> not the sauce. You don't strain <laughs> sauce. Yeah, but you well, got, like Cosmo you got Kramer. Begs to disagree. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> there's a reference from the 1990s, folks. Uh, yeah. God. You don't you don't strain your pasta sauce because mm. it's the liquidy bits of the tomato that's the best. Yeah. Right. That's fair. And the cream that you put in your Alfredo sauce. I think he was thinking linguine. Oh, well. You don't tell me what I'm thinking. <laughs> don't don't talk about my arms on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also magic. So vampires, magic, those are the noodles that the strainer that the, of the continent... Bloaters, leshen. Exactly. Lesion. I still don't understand the metaphor, though. Like, how is noodles vampires? So because the boiling, the boiling, boiling water pot of noodles. is the universe, and yeah. then it strains through our universe and leaves behind the noodles, which are vampires. But, so there's another universe with vampires? Yes. We were in the water. Some yeah. of them were left behind. Exactly. Uh, there's so all these other dimensions which have all these other different things and one of, them, one of them had vampires mm. and at some point it passes through so yeah. as one our universe is going down the drain a few of those noodles come down with and those are vampires no because well, you, you get to keep them so you strain the vampires into a bowl okay that uh, no, makes sense yeah yeah and the metaphor could work either way because you yeah. can say our our universe is actually yeah. the sink and the drain and some yeah. of them get, get through and go down the drain yeah. if the um making pasta metaphor is lost on our listeners basically uh two universes two or more universes collided most of a universe is empty space, and some of the monsters got left behind on the continent. Yeah. Okay, we have vampires in our world now. And, and presumably, <laughs> presumably some people just get, like, raptured right the fuck out into monster world, right? Well, you know. Um... Oh, <laughs> damn, yeah. That yeah. would suck. <laughs> Along with the monsters came two races of humans. Oh. Uh, and this one here I did write, possibly, Loreboy's canon, Earth. Why not? That's Why a not? race? Why not write Earth? Earth into Polish Earth. The exactly. And then maybe that that explains it. Like we didn't get monsters here, but maybe some people got raptured up. Exactly, and stuck on the continent. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't the black human. The, the human. Got rid of the, all those people. The human races are not 
native to the planet that the continent resides on. And they ended up there around the same time as the conjunction of the spheres. Very convenient. For me, I write Loreboy's canon is that uh, the universe that Earth resides inside of perhaps passed through the universe the continent resides inside of. And some Earth humans were raptured onto the continent. Okay. And left behind. Um, the two races were the Dauk, which is D-A-U-K. So I don't know if it's Doc or Dauk. Yeah. So Doc. I think it's Doc. Yeah. I like the the way Dauk sounds. Dauk. Dauk. That's fun, yeah. Um, and the Wazgore, or Wozgore, whatever. Uh, very little is known about these races because at present, none of the five races currently on the continent have, uh, invented writing. Um... Super primitive people at this point. Yeah. They just, like, made it over here, and they're just like, oh, ooga booga. It's basically the, the, the Doc and the Wazgore are caveman and fancy caveman. Exactly. Okay, and yeah. we we don't know, like, anything about them, like, how they look. Have you ever seen Quest for Fire? Um. So Quest for Fire, like, uh, the climax of that film is when the caveman transitioned from fucking doggy style to fucking missionary. Oh, yeah, It's like, that's how, you, that's how you know you've got culture, is when you stop fucking... When you, when you when you stop fucking doggy style and transition to missionary is when you uh, upgrade your humanity. Yeah, it's when it. oh, it's whenever it's theory of mind. It's when you know there's someone on the other end. Like whenever, like what what is? I'm, I'm not sure where you get. I mean, in the movie, it's symbolism to yeah. show that. Oh, okay. You know, they're not such primitive animals that fuck like animals. They fuck like people now. Yeah. Okay. Because all people fuck missionary style. Yeah. Oh, okay. Followed, I, nobody followed. nobody fucks like a dog, Jamie. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, well follow, follow followed up with a sturdy handshake. Yeah. Okay. Quote Stephen Colbert. I'm not going to steal that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, uh, it, the the Doc and the Wazgore um, are cavemen and fancier cavemen. Yeah. from Neanderthals and Homo sapiens. Basically. Sure. Um, yeah, stark naked, mud-caked barbarians and us. Who okay. are better than that. Yes. Right? Clearly. I mean, us, yeah. Uh, the... Homo, there's a lot of evidence that Homo sapiens were actually stupider than Neanderthals. We just killed them out through viciousness and then, yeah. then evolved to be better. That's a pity. Be- I'm glad ex- I have a... we extincted them. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that I, relatively speaking to a Neanderthal, have a smaller nose. <laughs> uh, but still, what with all the Greekness, have a rather large nose. Yeah. Um, it's good. Keeps the air warm when I breathe in. And you smell like cheese. I do. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the wizard Eltabald... Uh, studied obelisks left behind by the Dauk while researching the Curse of the Black Sun, which I will elaborate on. Um, they could probably be compared to the Celts in some capacity, as much of the Witcher comes from Poland and the area around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems unlikely they would be compared to Middle Eastern people who also built obelisks, as the ones in the Witcher are much smaller than anything seen in Egypt. They're okay. more like little four or five foot rock pillars with runes carved into them, and that was mm. what the Dauk would make, or the Dock. More like Stonehenge, right? Even smaller than that. Smaller? Yeah. Um, The Wazgore are considered to be much more sophisticated race. Uh, However, this is only conjecture, as we still don't know much about them. Eltabald studied their inscriptions on tombstones and their necropolises. Cool. So it could be said that the Dock were almost even too primitive to bury their dead, as they did not have large burial pits. However, the Wazgore did. Okay. And these yeah. are the two OG humans that got stuck on the continent during that, the convention. I don't think that not burying your dead is like a sign of being primitive. Like, it, it's just a... Well, burying, as long as you have a ritual, right? Like, well, burying your dead is a sign of intelligence because uh, it, they're like they're, they're poison. 
po- yeah. like corpses are poison. Yeah. yeah. So you, like, bur- that, you can that's, burn them. That's why. Yeah. If that's what they did, then yeah. yeah. But um, it left no evidence behind either way. So it's that. That's why currently. That's why it's still just even in the lore of the Witcher. It's a theory that the Doc are more primitive than the Wazgore. But a theory. Yeah. It's just a theory. A A game game theory. theory. Thanks for watching. Yeah, good episode, guys. Thanks. I got. How did you guys both know how to do that right at the same time? (laughs) Oh, old man Jamie. He's never been on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Just so you know, Ethan's still waving his hands around. (laughs) (laughs) Going home. This is this. I mean, Jamie, that YouTube channel is why we're never going to do Five Night at Freddy's lore. Okay. Thank God. Because that channel has done it to death. Yep. Um, Almost. Some would say too much. Yeah, I would say the first two episodes were great. The next eighteen, a Not little so over great. the top. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt, I, running out of ideas. <laughs> I never liked Friday the Thirteenth, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to mention, like I said, uh, the Curse of the Black Sun for a moment, um, because The Witcher is itself kind of taking the piss out of fairy tales. It's like very much a satirical game. Um, there's a YouTuber who I love called Super Bunny Hop. Who is just like, despite all the like grime and politics, The Witcher is closer to Shrek than it is to Game of Thrones <laughs> because it does make fun of fairy tales, yeah, yeah. and it always has, like the books did, and and this did as well. Um, I have a quote about the black, uh, the curse of the black sun. Um, first, the wizards hunted down the girls. Uh, so, <laughs> the the curse of the black sun. I should elaborate is uh, sixty girls born during or shortly after a certain eclipse. Okay, so that would be the black sun. Okay. Um, first the wizards hunted down the girls killed them and performed autopsies when possible after a while when they admitted that recognizing the girls was hard they they opted to simply lock them into towers and isolate them that plan suffered because there was a brief fancy of saving beautiful girls from towers among (laughs) princes so saving princesses was just a passing fad among dumb young men that's so good oh my goodness and they literally just locked them up because they're like we don't know if that's her or not yeah it's like it's it's like hey uh this little girl who maybe you incinerated with magic fire was she cursed it's like Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Do you think they had the towers already, or they like found a girl? All right, get build, get build the tower, another yeah. tower. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen 100... years later, yeah, exactly. up there. like yeah. Montreal construction, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a big fucking hole in the ground. Yeah, yeah. One wizard watching one guy, or like. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that, that was just a funny little aside about the um, the curse of the black sun. That's good. Um, in the games, actually, we encounter two so-called cursed women. Uh, we Deirdre Andamine, uh, who uh, Eskel, who if you remember is one of the witchers you hang out with in The Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. He's the one wearing the red coat. Mm-hmm. Um, He's very sarcastic. He is Eskel. Yeah, so it's it's uh, Eskel and Lambert, Lambert, and I always call them Siskel and Ebert. Okay. I don't know if that was intentional, but if it was, tips Fedora to <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Sevkovsky. The author of the Witcher books. It's been too long since I've played. I can't remember. It's really fucking yeah. good. Yeah, it's a very good game. Um, yeah. So Deirdre uh, became Eskel's unexpected child, as Vesemir puts it. Vesemir being the older Witcher at the beginning, the teacher of the Witchers at Camorin. Yep. I remember him, the one who taught Geralt. Yep, F- yes. a father figure to Geralt. He gives you the bow in the first game. Yes, he does. Bow. He gives you the crossbow. Geralt in third game. Geralt being the player character the, we will talk the about main it. character in the books and the game yes we will well he's mostly the main character in the books it does shift to siri but he's the main character in the games yeah. um anyway we'll talk about Geralt later on um as vesemir put it it was the unexpected child because when the witcher saved deirdre's father the prince of kanghorn 
Uh, in gratitude, the prince promised Eskold that that which he would find but did not expect when he returned home. Um, this, as it turned out, was the pregnancy of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, Deirdre, who was born after that, uh, witchers are sterile yeah. from all the magic juicing that they need to do. Yeah. So yep. the prince was just like, I'm going to give you the greatest gift of all. I'm going to bang your wife and get her pregnant <laughs> because your swimmers don't swim anymore yeah. because of all the acid you drink. And what could be better than a uh, baguette of mine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a cursed daughter. Um, the second is Sylvia Anna, who is in the Blood and Wine expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the sister of Anna Henrietta, the Duchess of Toussaint. Okay. Uh, and she has act- she was actually plagued by nightmares as a child, um, so she may have actually been cursed by the Black Sun. Oh, shit. Deirdre, mm. uh, no such thing. She's considered She's... unlucky at, yeah. the wor- at worst, but not n- plagued by nightmares. Yeah, we don't bring her out when guests come over. No, exactly. <laughs> she's just gonna. She's just gonna like topple over, and knock over the cheese yeah, plate. She's so clumsy. Oh, so clumsy. Back to the tower. Uh, she's basically. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway in Princess Bride. Okay. Just like... I haven't seen it. Not that is a reference I won't get. But. Well, whatever. Fuck. I know, I, sh- I know at this point I should have seen it. And I'm sure there's somebody screaming while listening to this, but... You guys would I have think... been very surprised if I saw that one, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as surprised as I am that you've Darth seen Darth Vader was her father, movie. Jamie. Come yeah. on. Um, about 200 years later, something known as the resurrection occurs. Okay. Um, causing humans to change the calendar. Uh, the events prior to this, including the conjunction of the spheres, are in the years BR, or before resurrection, and then the years following this are known as the good non-heathen years. Anno Domini. Do they use an acronym for that, the good non-heathen years, the GNH? Oh, yeah. Years? No? No. No. Okay. The no. GBH? What? GBH, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> GBC, this is yeah. Game Boy Color. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so... Something called the resurrection occurs. It's still it's still labeled as a mysterious event. No one's really sure what the fuck it was, but it's maybe Witcher Jesus. Who knows? Witcher Jesus? What do you mean? Uh, it's, it's just called the, it's resurrection. the resurrection. It occurs, so like, and humans who are uh, soon to be the dominant species on the continent change the fucking calendar. They were just like, good enough. Throw it away. Get rid of everything. It's just like uh, we have two thousand years of gnome culture. It's garbage. Garbage. Scrap it. Get it out of here. We're we're starting over, damn it. Crush it into a cube. Burn (laughs) it. I don't care. What do you think it would take us to change all of our calendars again? Yeah, considering we're currently in BC. Yeah, AD. What? What? Oh we're in 80, yeah. I've been sacrificing Peter, so Peter, we're in Quebec right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I was going there too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Boo. Uh, can, Canada joke for yeah. all our Polish listeners. Yeah. Who will but, never get it. What do you think it would take to change your calendar? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Jesus? J- Jesus 2? The, the second coming? Yeah. yeah. No. Jesus 2, son, son, son of God? Even then, I don't even know if, if the second coming would like... Right? Like, I don't know if the... Like, it could really mobilize everyone to actually change their account. It is. No, I think it's local space travel. I think once you're just not everyone's on the Earth. That's okay, yeah, that's fair. Like yeah. AE, like After Earth. Yeah. Like Titan AE, that movie yeah. that no one saw. Sunka Studio, it did. <laughs> uh, back uh, no, to see, I would have been surprised if you'd seen that one, James. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> back to history. Uh, yeah, because no one did. Uh, <laughs> the Nordlings arrive just under a thousand years after the conjunction of the spheres and they're the third race of humans on the continent mm-hmm. uh it is debated however whether or not the nordlings ever interacted with the dock or the wasgore yeah or if they had already gone extinct 
So there is a missing connection here. It's this. There's is... a missing link. They're from Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christians were right this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 unclear. Although canonically speaking, humans are said to have evolved on the continent, and elves believe that they were created. That the elves were created. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the elves believe that they themselves were created by some god Divinely, before being stranded yeah. on the continent, and that humans Explains are the said to have evolved. Yeah. Uh, it's said to have evolved, which is why, in some cases, the elves refer to humans as hairless monkeys. Yeah. Because I mean, they're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> I mean, arguably, they could say hairless ape if they want to be really, really more specific. Per, yeah, more, but more. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Racism doesn't have more a whole accurate. lot of time for factor science, <laughs> so uh, we'll leave it at that. That is true. <laughs> yeah. It's like guys. Yeah. Yeah, so what this means is humans came to the continent three separate times. Uh, well, the Wazgore and the Dock arrived... At the same time, but... Sem- similar from, times at the very least. From, yeah, yeah different yeah. backgrounds. Or, yeah. Yeah. And then the cool. third time... You had a working class and an upper class. This yeah. runs deep for a demon ba- like bounty hunter game. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is... Well, we're, we're yeah, going ba- based on weird... seven books. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this weird sci-fi. Yeah, yeah man. Um, <laughs> due to their military art and fertility, uh, humans managed to take over the continent in only a few centuries. Yeah. So elves, dwarves, and gnomes breed much slower, live longer, and mature slower, so repopulating armies is much more difficult. Yeah. Humans, I mean, we were talking about this during the sound test. We, we got a nut. Yeah, we right? got a nut, dude. That's that's pretty much what our sound like are. Is we just all look at each other like, got a nut. Got right? a nut, got nut right? Yeah, you, guys, yeah. you guys still got a nut? Yeah, yeah got a nut. <laughs> it's uh, like you gelling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a reference to the 90s as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like uh, the episode of Futurama where they're fighting the Killbots, and Zap Brannigan is like, each Killbot has a 10,000 kill uh, limit, and once they hit that, they automatically shut down. I plan yeah. on sending wave after wave of my men. <laughs> At them, shutting them all down. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Yeah. Humans, just good old-fashioned fucking. Yeah. And you fucking can, and fighting. You can basically just outpace the elves. Yeah. Because yeah. they cannot breed fast. Their refractory period is just way too long. Yeah, fuck. Those uh, those male elves, they not once, they get so tired. Yeah, they sleep for like two centuries. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and then just kind of like lazily walk over to the fridge to get a beer that they, that they put the cap God. back on yeah, for some and reason. Yeah, and there's just, there's just like a human sitting at their, their, like, their kitchen table just like eating a sandwich like, Oh shit. Hey, Guys, you're up. <laughs> if the rodents figure their shit out, they coordinate like all the squirrels, all the rats, all the the is a possible rodent. And they all come at us. Possums they... are marsupials. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. But if they all come at us, there's way more of them. Yeah. 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 But the the good thing is we can just conveniently hit them with our cars on the way to work. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean you don't uh, have a you don't have a car, but you got a big dog. Yeah. Well, get yeah, elves had magic, right? Like no, well, magic. You might be honest on me because I magic kill... was left behind and everybody got magic. It's part of the conjunction of the spheres. Mm. I could kill a lot of rats, but I don't think I could kill a proportional number of rats. No. You know what I mean? No, to how fast they have sex? Nope. And to how many of them there already are. They do... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bustin makes them feel good. Bustin does make Bustin, them feel good. Bustin makes us feel good. And it kept us on top of the elves. And the rats. Staying so on top, especially <laughs> the rats, yeah. Uh, one thing, however, that people could not outfuck. <laughs> Uh-huh. Were uh-huh. all those monsters that came with them during when the spheres conjuncted. Yeah. Monsters fuck fast. I've Mo- seen hentai. Yo, monsters fuck real fast. They can lay a clutch of slimy eggs, presumably. Ugh. Hell yeah. And or possess your body. Or they're just a vengeful forest spirit made of branches and a deer yeah. skull. Or like, they can make you impotent. It's, uh. it's real tricky. Yeah. Or they're just people who died with unfinished business. Or they're, they're just, a monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they just make your corn not taste good. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, I love corn. So, <laughs> when it tastes good, it's corn's good. Fine. <laughs> it 
take away the taste. What's the point of corn? <laughs> you poop it out whole anyway. It's not like you digest it. It's I just love a- corn when it tastes good. <laughs> Ew. Stupid forest ghost made my corn bitter. Put that on a cup of yeah. corn. Put th- you put that on a cup of <laughs> corn. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an old callback. Uh, yeah, put, like a year ago now. Yeah, put more. that on some corn was one of our old t-shirt ideas. Yeah, put that on a piece of corn. Maybe you'll get it one day. Maybe. Um, so, humans, when we're just like, okay, whatever we can't outfuck, we can just murder. So we used alchemy and magic, and they would create... Uh, true love, nope. Witcher. Witcher. <laughs> okay, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good try. Yeah. Uh, well, when are, we we are gonna get the true love though? Right? Uh, yeah, Jamie. Sure. Sure, yeah. we will. That's in the games. You gotta play the games. Oh, there, for is, it. there is true love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, roughly two hundred years after the arrival of the Nordlings, uh, the rogue mages Alzer and Cosmo Masalafpina, which, which is Masalafpina, Masalafpina. That's my favorite Greek order. I have Greek Muscle food in brackets right here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, created witchers. Okay. Uh, masters of hybridizing. They used alchemy and mutagens to turn children, only boys, however, into monster killing machines. Yes. Um, possibly as a course correction, uh, this is more lore boys canon, because before creating witchers, they were already masters of hybridizing and created many horrible monsters. Yes. By pairing up yeah. other horrible monsters. That's well, there wasn't what I enough. Thought, yeah, when you meant in the first place. You called them monster killing machines. I thought they were monsters who were also killing no, machines. No, oh. monster. Or they kill in some Yeah, well, in okay. some ways. I mean, if you're a racist, then you think they're freaks. Yeah. Um, hybrids, according to the Witcher bestiary, being things like griffins, harpies, and succubi. So basically, they made griffins and the pervy monsters. Because Griff- Cosmo likes him some fuck. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? What, what is the three animals that make a griffin again? It's a lion, hawk. A witch in a wardrobe. Uh, I love that. Uh, no, a griffin is uh, a eagle and a lion. Eagle and a lion. A yeah. manticore is three. Is no, a chimera is three. Chimera is a goat, a lion, and, and a, a snake. snake. And a manticore is a uh, lion with a scorpion tail. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And aren't there like dogs? Oh, no, I'm thinking of dogs with there three heads. Dogs. There are what dogs. What are dogs with three heads? Cerberus, Cerberus is, is from Greek mythology. Uh-oh. Cerberus. The it's, gar- not, not, it's not really a hybrid if it's just three dogs. Yeah, it's not. Well, it's a hybrid of three dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not what they're talking about. It's a labradoodle is what you're thinking of. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like At the those. gates of hell. It's a labradoodle. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you don't like poodles. Labradoodles are okay. I don't like either, to be honest. Yeah. I find they're way too jumpy and excited. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, you got a premium. I'd one. rather a Cerberus than a, than a labradoodle. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. So uh, that, that's just my own personal theory that they had created all these additional monsters and were just like, uh, uh, we, it was all for the greater good, guys, because yeah. we made these magic people who just kill monsters all the time. Don't you worry about it. Hmm. I'm going to go back here and have more sex with my goat bitch. Yeah. <laughs> more succubi sex. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> the world at this point was pretty close to where the books and the games take place uh, because overall, even by the end of Blood and Wine, which is the ultimate end of the series where Geralt retires to a vineyard in Toussaint, um, less than 1,300 years have passed. Uh, Blood and Wine actually finishes in 1275. So now we're going to shift into prehistory, into uh, what's a witcher? What's the title made out of? What is a witcher? What does witcher? Other than being a hybrid monster, possibly that somebody created to cover their own ass. After a monster, monster killer, if you will. A monster, mm. monster killer. It's a, a witcher is something that you cut over and over again that it keeps scarring over where like the glue is stronger than what it's actually made of. So it just basically becomes like all glue, and it's just like 
it's it's hurt so much that you can't hurt it bad anymore. Oh, essentially, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't follow that, but sure. just a metaphor. No? Oh, okay. Because like the the trial of grass, yeah, is like you hurt them so bad that nothing else could hurt them. Taken yeah. in his children, uh, which was to be are subjected to intense alchemical processes, uh, consumption of mutagenic compounds, and relentless physical and magical training to make them dangerous and highly versatile against a vast array of opponents, mm-hmm. um, many of which possess superhuman speed, strength, and or deadly powers. Uh, this is known as the trial of the grasses, and it often kills the child. I think yeah. it's something like four of seven young boys die at some point during the trial to get back to what i meant by like the glue is stronger it's like when you break a piece of wood and then you glue it back together the glue is actually stronger than the wood okay then yeah yeah so it's like you're breaking something over and over again that when you repair or it's repairing itself by the end it is stronger than before it was it's an alanis morissette song it's uh, it's like it's the the the, the more ironic i don't think you (laughs) the more damage you do the stronger she comes back it's like rain (laughs) Yeah. On your wedding day. day, it's like spoon when all or you need is a knife. Up <laughs> when you're too young to vote, <laughs> that's the song, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. That is ironic. So. That, that is a good episode title. <laughs> <laughs> Witcher being too young, beaten up when you're too young to vote. <laughs> um, Geralt of Rivia is the main character of most of the books and all of the games. Uh-huh. Uh, he was left with the Witchers at the fortress of Caramoran by his mother, uh, Viziana. Uh, Viziana is a druid and sorceress, and Geralt in the books actually met her once uh, while she was treating him for serious injuries. Oh, so cool. he is neither um, an orphan or completely abandoned, because yeah. um, he got to hang out with his mom at one point, and she was just I like... I think you're still an orphan and completely abandoned. Why'd you get so many if your mom, bites? If your mom just like shows up one time to save you from the brink of death when yeah. you're a fully grown adult... Yeah, I guess. You still had a pretty orphan, you know, orphan childhood, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is one of the funnier kind of like businessy aspects of being a witcher because they are just kind of handymen but instead of like clearing out a drain they're just like oh well you've got a bunch of flesh-eating corpses in your pipes yeah let me get that out <laughs> let for me get you. that out for you nice bends over got some got some witcher crack yeah exactly Come, uh, poking out through the top of your jeans but they always have to take gold in exchange for their services or else it's not like a witcher job is that is that a thing not necessarily it's it's more like a monster contract okay a, a witcher is just someone you hire like you could arguably go buy Drano to get all those flesh-eating corpses out of your drain. Is Drano a witcher? Nah. It's been given a lot of chemicals until it doesn't know what it is anymore. So, no. fine, then, yeah, that's true. It's still a liquid, so there's water in there. So, yeah, Drano is a witcher. Okay, <laughs> cool. voice cannon, Drano, witcher. We've got Eskel, Lambert, <laughs> Drano. Geralt and Drano. <laughs> <laughs> and Vesemir was just like, oh, Geralt... You keep you're so clumsy. Why can't you be more like Drano? Yeah. <laughs> just like a bottle and an animate and just like bottle. Yeah, topples over. <laughs> God, I love that kid. <laughs> There's your art, everybody. <laughs> there it is. Just like a monster battling with a bottle of Drano. Well, I was thinking of just like Vesemir being really proud of a bottle of Drano, like in a picture or a painting. Yeah, yeah. Just like, thumbs up. I'll figure it out. Drano's gonna be involved. Um, witches are advised to choose surnames for themselves uh, to appear more trustworthy to potential clients. Since they are abandoned, they don't have their parents' surnames, and I personally would never hire someone with one name, like Cher, who is also a freak. Yeah, no, you wouldn't trust somebody like that to clean your pipes. No. She's got great pipes, though. She's got a set of pipes. Yeah. Doesn't mean that she knows what the fuck she's doing. She's only got one named, possibly was abandoned at a European castle. Don't know. Right? (laughs) There's no way to prove that she wasn't. No. (laughs) Judging by her Twitter, she's a lunatic. (laughs) Um, Geralt's first choice was Geralt Roger Eric Zot Belgald. Okay. And 
the older witcher Vesemir told Saint. him that that was fucking stupid and pretentious. <laughs> yeah. So he settled on of Rivia. Uh, Geralt, however, is not from Rivia, and his accent is fake. Oh, yeah? He puts on a Rivian accent oh, to appear more authentic. Nice. Or used to. It's his voice now. But He's that's... also known as the Butcher of Blavikins. Yes. I- I'm seeing a lot of like parallels to Hugh Laurie and House, actually. Different accent. Very good at what he does. Can't fucking knowledge. Yeah, he's an ornery bastard. He's yeah. addicted to Vicodin. Uh, that's what oh, I was going to His, best, his yeah. best friend is a bottle of Drano. Yeah. Oh my, you're on something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, I was going to say, he's got like a hot, dark-haired lover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's her name, Cuddy? Yeah. Oh. God, that woman's gorgeous. Yeah. Every oh, time yeah. He, he looks at a crime scene, because you know you have to use your Witcher senses, and be like, what happened here? Yeah. And, oh, it says Lupin. He's got a steel yeah. cane yeah. and a silver cane. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, witches are trained to fight with almost anything. I just just mentioned that, but specifically, are trained to fight with one-handed swords, one steel and one silver. Steel for mundane enemies, and silver for supernatural ones. Okay. Yep. Um, silver is a softer metal, I guess. Silver's weak, so it's dude. like hard to kill a human with a pointy piece of silver. I. But it's easier to imbue magic into its pores. Yes, and then ghosts are weak to silver, as well as werewolves, Leshens, who are our favorite, we've established, yeah. griffins, the so I, other sexy hybrids. I think in the books it makes sense because it's like, silver's fucking expensive. You're like you're gonna have the steel sword to go bang on people's armor because you don't want to fuck up the, st- the silver sword if you don't need to. And the sil- and. And the Monsters silver sword don't wear armor. Yeah, yeah and, ghosts don't chip up your sword too. Well, much. yeah. Oh, well, you could also say like <laughs> if, if it's necessary. Like if if you know all monsters do have a property where like they are more affected by silver, then that all makes sense. But as soon as you get to the games, it's like, well, why can't why when I do hit somebody with my silver sword does it do significantly less damage? Like just a, ne- a normal person. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's just because gameplay. Yeah. Well, you know? it, it's because it's video game. Well, in the books, they also fight with the two swords, and that's yeah. like just fairy tale canon is yeah. that silver is default magic metal for exactly yeah whatever yeah exactly it's the same in dark souls it's the same in skyrim it's the same in everything yeah the werewolf hunters in skyrim carry silver swords exactly right it's just a standard fantasy thing that in silver... oblivion you couldn't hit ghosts without a silver sword no that's true silver yeah. or enchanted because uh um oblivion had rules opposed to skyrim which is uh, no rules. No yep. rules. I don't have a silver sword. Never hit a ghost. Yeah. I ain't never seen no yeah. ghost. That's true. I Those... am afraid of them, though. <laughs> um, witchers also drink potions to further enhance their already enhanced abilities, uh, albeit for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, potions are alchemical ingredients mixed with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the books, Witcher 1, Witcher 3, every potion has a liquor base. Whereas in The Witcher 2, they changed it around a bit. It was weird you would just kind of reduce things down to like rubido okay whatever like all their alchemical base rubido rubido is the red one it's it's how much you like to fuck yeah yeah i, I was going to say like it, rubido that uh, was going too monster rubido yeah okay uh, cool. yeah we're talking about them succubi yeah you, exactly you got to fuck them sexy hybrids that's it and perfect. then when someone finds out that you're a goat fucking pervert you're like no i made super soldiers guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all experiments yeah. <laughs> it was all for fantasy science yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, so they're incredibly toxic. Even witchers with their accelerated recovery and all their superpowers, their reflexes can only imbibe a few potions at a time. At a time. They yeah. got a toxicity meter. It turns their blood black and the witcher three, your skin gets paler and your veins get darker. Yeah. The more potions you take. But your beard still looks great. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Love that beard in witcher three. That yeah. was my, uh. You never cut it off? Uh, no, I, I kept it. I did it. once and it instantly put it back. 
Yeah, uh, I, I was like, like, oh, let's let's try it off. Oh God, put it back. <laughs> Geralt when he's fourteen. Yeah, a little baby face. I changed the lines of the way that I shaved my beard after playing that game. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, to, to emulate it a, a little bit more. My first, uh, my first playthrough of The Witcher, I had like an an alchemical build. Like that's what I mean. Alchemy is like out of the three trees. Alchemy is really fucking good in Witcher yeah. three. Really um, fucking good. And it was just the funniest thing because I like every cutscene immediately after a battle, I would just be super pale with like super black veins yeah. and like black eyes, uh, just because I'd been like just like chugging these things. I never got super deep in the alchemy. I was always just like uh, straight up uh, signs and uh, combat. Yeah. I I focused signs and alchemy really yeah. hard because the combat in that game is just like your swords do the primary amount of damage. All yeah. your special moves. Do you up your. Yeah. I've yeah. done all the builds at this point. Yeah, they're you, all viable. That's yeah. it. I I go melee damage. You get up uh, Quen as soon as you can. Once you get Quen to max, you can just like that's the shield. Active one. shield is yeah. great. Yeah, and then you can just like always have a shield up, and then it is always healing you. Plus you do a fuck ton of damage with yeah, your yeah. sword. It's yeah. like. You win. If you have the one where the shield breaks and explodes and stuns enemies as yeah. well, it's yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. Good um, game. Very, very, very good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, in The Witcher 3, for the uninformed, uh, your beard grows over time and has four stages, which is uh, baby face, porn stash, sexy beard, hobo beard. I, I went hobo, man. I loved it. <laughs> the funniest thing that's happened to me multiple times because I've played so much Witcher is the cutscenes are still technically in real time so i have had my beard change when the, oh, in the camera angle shifts. Oh. <laughs> so it's just like Geralt walks up to a guy with like just the porn stash or no, like walks up to a guy clean shaven and then it's like blah 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 and then camera angle cuts to guy who goes blah 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 Geralt cuts back to Geralt instant porn, porn stash, stash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it spawns when the camera turns yeah, away yeah. that's and so good wow 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we get comfortable? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm here like, to clear your pipes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no shirt, just suspenders over his nipples, yeah, yeah. like a fireman calendar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the mustache growing, and that's happened to me multiple times. Where his his beard even goes from like sexy beard to hobo beard. Yeah. Like walks up to a door with a guy, opens door, huge beard. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption has a similar thing, but since technology has advanced so far in video game beards, he has. I've seen, like, the maximum beard. Okay. And in Red Dead, uh, which none of us have played, correct? No, uh, I just... He, has, he can yeah. be, like, prospecting mountain man oh, levels yeah. of beard. Yeah. Wow. I, I watched... Before you guys got here, I watched, like, a 25-minute video from Polygon, just them trying to make Red Dead, uh, the main character, fat by eating a bunch of different things in a shot in, like, a serial podcasting, like, spoken voice documentary style, style of thing. Okay. Was it, it was, good? No, did nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened, and they, he didn't even get fat. Fuck Polygon. Yeah, I know. What the fuck's going on over there? CJ yeah. could get fat in GTA San Andreas, though. Yeah, right. Mm. CJ's the main character in that. Yeah, yeah. But th- there is a there's an eating meter in there, and they, there's like another there's like tutorial videos be like don't get overweight, but then like you can eat your you can eat candy for like literally two days, and you'll never get overweight in the game currently. But anyways, unplayable. Yeah, we can move on. Uh, <laughs> other other men. Uh, who also could eat a bunch of candy and, and yeah. digest it because they're superhuman or witchers. Um, it is a common belief, uh, even among witchers themselves, that they have no capacity for emotion. Uh, this may be debatable, however, and rather relative, considering the rigors of their training and the dangers they face on a day-to-day basis. Some of them may just be, you know, too hardcore. Yeah. I- I'm too much of a manly man to cry because I spend so much time fighting giant venomous monsters i guess i guess we can point out now that 
book canon and game canon are technically separate because yes. the author of the books has disavowed the games, says he doesn't like what they did with the characters. Uh, yeah. Also, originally, they offered him, like, a percentage of the cut for the games. And he was like, no, video games are stupid. And I want a lump sum. Wasn't a very big lump sum. <laughs> games got very, very popular. I always take a fucking percentage. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So stupid. And uh, so he's making no money off of an insanely... But uh, I, I mention that now because in the games, I think canonically speaking, uh, the like Geralt falls in love. Um, yes, Yennefer of Vengerberg is canonically in all things the love of his life. Which even at the by the end of the books, like the way the books end, which I won't I won't spoil, I guess. Uh, like yeah, he 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 can fall in love. Geralt can fall in love. Yeah. Whether or not he's the only Witcher who has these kind of emotions or not is up for debate. No, but, look, even in, whole... even in this canon here. Uh, they aren't, which I, which I'm about to get into. What yeah. were you gonna say, James? Uh, sorry. In the third game, there's a, a scene where you get drunk with yeah. the other Witcher Bros. There's some that's emotions. a fantastic real emotion there. Yeah. quest, which yeah. is just hang out with your. Buddies. It's just yeah. like talk and do like stupid menial things while yeah. your character's so drunk he can barely walk. And straight. that's it. Yeah. It's like so Jennifer's good. like come up to bed and you're like, no, I'm getting drunk yeah. with the Bros. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can, you can bros, go you can go to bed you can go up to bed with her, but none like, of us who the did. Fuck does that? None of us. But you can sneak up into her room later on. You can steal her dresses and you can call some of her friends. On her like elf phone, yeah, <laughs> on her magic crystal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that quest. I love it, that whole game. Man. I love that whole game. <laughs> yeah. In in uh, uh, Hearts of Stone, the first expansion, which is better than the base game. Oh my god! Uh, there just is, just the story, man, is so. Fucking I haven't good. played any of the expansions actually. Holy I need to buy them and fuck, just do it. Yeah. There's like a four and a half hour wedding quest in yeah. which nothing goes wrong. Yeah. It's just a wedding you and go and party so at. And it's so enjoyable. so much really? fun. Yeah. so fucking enjoyable. Every it's, second of that game was just so enjoyable for me. They, they really hit the nail on the head as far as side quests go. Yeah. Like, playing Skyrim again, I do find the quests quite good, despite the game I have some problems with. But there's other games, like I played uh, Shadow of Mordor for three, four days straight. I just got to the second area. The mm -hmm. side content is fucking trash. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, to go back to the fact that they do fall in love... Um, it's possible that they just never had the time or exposure to society to develop or recognize the reactions to mundane experiences that most take for granted. Yeah. However, it is. it may also be explained that a combination of their training, genetic modifications, and seclusion from society may encourage blunted emotional expressions. However, Geralt, Lambert, and Eskel all exhibit emotional heights concerning love, joy, fear, anger, lust, and sympathy, among various others. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. Even in the books, where they're kind of written to be more cynical and edgy, um, they still have these emotions where, obviously, Eskel was married and had that daughter through the prince that he saved, yep. the cursed girl of the Cursed of the Black Sun. Geralt had an affair with Triss, and the love of his life has always been Yennefer of Vengerberg. Yeah, so Yennefer, uh, for people who maybe have been on the periphery of the game, haven't quite played it, Yennefer is black-haired girl. Uh, Triss is red-haired girl. Yeah, and they Triss is a powerful um, mage. Or they're both sorcerers. They're both, they're both, they're both sorcerers. sorcerers. Yeah. Of Yennefer is probably objectively much more powerful than Triss. Yeah, she's got. A, she's very strong. Yeah, I've always been they more of a Triss. I've always been more of a Triss person myself. Really? Yeah, well, I, I, the red hair got a thing me. for redheads. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Um, Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but as far as thinking redheads are fine, go. Uh, that's all I wanted to talk about, uh, Witcher-wise. Just a little bit of prehistory, a little bit of what is a Witcher, what do Witcher? Well, how do Witcher? How do Witcher? Does uh, Witcher created because Wizard wants to fuck goats? Maybe. Okay, so let, let's are say, they Drano? 
<laughs> yeah. So we're we're obviously big influencers in the, influencers in the video game world. Big let's say let's say a, a kid who hasn't played any of the games yet is starting now. Should they just start with three and be good with it, or should they start with one, two, three? Difficult to say. I have played all of them. I have never finished The Witcher one. Yeah. I know a lot of people who have only played three mm -hmm. because it was the first one that was released at the same time on console and on PC. Witcher 2 was on PC exclusively for a long fucking time and came to the 360 something stupid like in like basically 2025. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was so late it might as well not even be out yet. Uh, and the, the first one is only on PC. Yeah. One of the problems is a lot of the characters talk like they've known each other for a million years. So if you're only playing Witcher 3... There is, without exaggeration, 15 to 20 people who are major players in that game who will walk up to you and just start talking and be like, good to see you again, and then just go off. You'll, you'll, I think for the most you part get you'll get into it, it, though. Yeah. I think for the most part, every character you meet in The Witcher 3 is not, they're not outright explained. It's not like, oh, Dijkstra, you're the old spy master for, uh, you know, Novigrad. Yeah, exactly. But it's like... You Guy with a monocle who like, with the trolls. That's it. Through dialogue, you, you, you'll pick up yeah. who each character yeah. was. I played The Witcher 2. I very much did not like it. Uh, it's janky. I played it too. And it's, then, it's janky. <laughs> then year, and then when The Witcher 3 came out, I said for the longest time, like, nah, I'm not going to get it because I didn't like The Witcher 2. I'm probably not going to like The Witcher 3. Uh, played it here once at Jamie's place and was just like, well, I'm going home and getting this game right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's easily my in my top three games, if not my favorite game of all time. Uh, not to out you too much, you are going through a breakup at the time. I was making dinner being like, Ethan, play the game. Oh, yeah. Play the game. <laughs> and I, I did the quest where you fuck uh, the... the in the Tower of Rats there. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Kira Metz. Yeah, Kira yeah. Metz. Yeah, the, when you do the quest that is just shot for shot Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you bang. So I, I would say, I, I would honestly say, if you're if you're thinking of picking it up, try The Witcher 3. If you and for then, some reason haven't. And yeah, then you can uh, go back, by all means. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't think you're missing out. Like, I tried to play Witcher 2, didn't remember much. I played Witcher 3 the whole way through. Yeah. I, there wasn't a moment where I was like, wondering anything i was just happy yeah to yeah like i i love the witcher 2 personally i understand the jank and how it is like physically difficult to play because yeah. the controls are weird yeah and like even then good. you can't really rebind everything like yeah. it's just it's a very polished euro jank game exactly it's made still by what was essentially an ind independent studio when that came out right yeah um so, I've been to Poland, and it still feels like you go there and you have one Canadian dollar, and you could live for like three days. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. economically speaking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I love I mean, it, and I was a bit lost, and it really did help me when you could see like Vernon Roach again in, in Witcher Three, and yeah. they talk about all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Importing a save is also a really nice, touch. emotionally cool thing, yeah. you know, game wise. But um, yeah, yeah, cool. I like The Witcher. I'm glad we talked. It's about really it. good. I would consider Witcher Three. For me, like, despite the fact it's not one of my... I, I, I don't consider it my favorite game in a long time. Like, we know we've put this down enough. For me, it's Prey. But, like, Witcher 3 is probably what I would consider to be one of the best games ever made. Easily the best game in 2015. Oh, hell yeah. What the Easily fuck even else I came out? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. No, 2016, the next year was Doom. was very good one. I don't know what else came out. That's, uh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Wait, it was... No, 2017 was uh, Mario Odyssey and yeah. uh, Botwa. Yeah, yeah, Batwa. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. Anyway, Ethan, if I wanted to put you up on a unicorn and uh, plow you, silly. You can find me at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> and Jamie, if I wanted to take you away from your parents and do unspeakable scientific things to you. 
Uh, you can find me at TLB underscore Jmail on Instagram. And um, I think someone must have found my Facebook at James the Miller on Facebook.com because I'm getting a lot of half-naked women who aren't real uh, people. I'm getting that a lot, oh, too. I think yeah. it's just a thing right now. It's happened to me a couple no, times. No, dude, yeah. I think it's because I'm really attractive. Oh, right. Well, you are. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. This, yeah. this doesn't add up. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Why are you both getting at it? Yeah. Anyways, and Peter, how can I find Moi, you? I'm at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter. Um, I am the cartoonist for The Lore Boys at theloreboys.com. That's our website. Check it out. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. Tell leave, your friends. It, leave us a review. Tell your friends. But more importantly, if you want to support us financially, Ethan, I think we have a pitch that these people are really really gonna like yeah so uh, with the announcement of the new netflix show and us researching this episode on the witcher uh we've we've been really getting into it over here at the lore boy studios and we've been going through our own witcher training and we've recently gotten what is it like four or five bottles of drano oh yeah Uh, yeah. which has turned out to be a little bit too much for all of us so we're looking for the first 10 supporters to come over and uh drink drano with us for the low low price of 64.99 a month you will be invited to come to the Lore Boys Studios and drink Drano with us. Cleans it right out. And hopefully uh, tr- clean you out and turn you into a witcher. Yeah. You mm-hmm. uh, you, you will be drinking it first because uh, Jamie tried, and he said it hurt a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we're not sure. It fucked my teeth up a lot. I'm yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mixed it with rubbing alcohol, so I'm not sure which one was which, but I knew in the witcher that you had to put rubbing alcohol in. But you so. normally drink rubbing alcohol. Well, only when I'm rubbing, but yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, that constitutes... Hey, Lord Lord boys! Drink some drink, Witcher. And now performing the Lore Boys intro song by Eric Skiff. We have the Lore Boys a cappella group. <laughs> and now here's my impression, Ethan. Hi, Lore Boys here. Shut up. Lore Boys here. Uh, okay, Did I say mind. that? Do I sound uh, no. like that? Was that just me just now? Did yeah. you guys play a clip? Yeah. What the hell? Why is there an echo in your basement apartment? <laughs> yeah, an echo before I say something. Hi, guys. Lore Boys here. Lore Boys talking. Okay. <laughs> the mics around. No, no. This is very good. It is very good. You do sound good. Yeah. You sounded really good that last check. I got how, I, how do I sound, Ethan? Oh, boy, Ethan. How do I sound? It's hard for me to tell because I hate the sound of your voice. It's oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awful. I know. <laughs> so do I. Aww. Poor Pete. If I, I, mean, if I, I could have I'm, somebody else's tongue in my mouth, I would. Uh, <laughs> hey, call me call me later, baby. <laughs> I mean, I've li- I literally said when we started the podcast, I thought of Peter because he has a voice for fucking radio. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, space for radio too. Uh. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.